Hello, word nerds. How are you doing? Happy to see you guys. Hey, thanks for turning this podcast on. Is it is are you listening to this on an audio podcast platform thing or are you watching this on YouTube? You know you can go watch it on YouTube. You're not going to have a whole lot to watch. It's just a it's just a logo. But um maybe you can uh, just uh, put on something else in the background. Uh, no, no, you got to do something visual and you can listen to this. Maybe doing the dishes, maybe drawing, maybe walking. Those are all things that you can do while you listen to this podcast. This is the top of page 299. Uh, I am looking at a poster we just got printed up for our the film that we are making, me and other lots of other people. It's called Unplugged. I have mentioned this. Um, we don't know when it's going to come out. It's a feature-length animated film that is great. It's going to be great. And uh, we got a poster printed up because we're going to um, a David Lynch retrospective event at the Music Box um, just because we're fans. Um, by the time this airs, that event will be long over. But um, we're going to be there saying hi. And um, a couple of people from Twin Peaks, which is from David Lynch, are um, they play characters in this film Unplugged. And so, you know, we, we're trying to trying to promote the stuff and and get the get the people interested so we we have a poster it's very simple and cool and it's very odd to see something that you made up on a on a big big poster thing hey let's talk about the words you guys there's so many crosswords oh that's a that's a crossword too when are we going to see that in a couple of days okay the first word in this episode is cross Fertilize, two words with a hyphen, verb from 1876, starting with transitive, to accomplish cross-fertilization of, and then intransitive, to undergo cross-fertilization. And, uh, you know, you can go back to yesterday's episode to learn more about cross-fertile and cross-fertilization. So yeah, that was cross-fertilize. Next is a sound effect. Ah! Cross-file. That's our next word. Two words with a hyphen. File, F-I-L-E. This is a verb from 1949, starting with intransitive. To register as a candidate in the primary elections of more than one political party. And didn't we have something like that yesterday? Um, where was it? Cross, I don't know. Somewhere somewhere around here, either yesterday or the day before, there was some crossword that had to do with politics. Or maybe it was just the word cross. One of those. Uh, okay, so that was to register as a candidate. You are the candidate, and you are registering um, in the primary elections of more than one political party. For some reason, you're allowed to do that. And then transitive, to register a person as a candidate for more than one party. So in the first case, I think you are the candidate. And in the second case, you are registering somebody else as the candidate. Ah! 
Next is Crossfire, two words, and apologies for that probably scary sound effect. It probably just came out of nowhere. Okay, Crossfire, noun, from 1799, 1A, firing, as in combat, from two or more points so that the lines of fire cross. Um, that would just be uh, people firing at each other, right? Isn't that crossfire? If you get stuck in the crossfire, you got people firing one direction and you got other people firing in the opposite direction, and you don't want to be in the middle of that. 1B, a situation wherein the forces of opposing factions meet, cross, or clash, as in caught in a political crossfire. I think there was a game when I was a kid called Crossfire, and you had, my friend had it, you had these little, it was like, um, it was a little table with, uh, with walls around it, and on each side there was a little sort of gun kind of thing, and I think there were just little BBs, little metal balls, and you would shoot them, but what was the goal? Were you trying to get them in a goal, or what... What was it exactly? That's probably what it was. Crossfire. Maybe I'll find a, uh, an old ad on YouTube for Crossfire, the game. Number two, rapid or heated exchange of words. Those words are so heated. Okay, that's it for that. Ah. Next is cross-grained. I have a feeling this is about wood grain. Cross-grained is two words with a hyphen. Adjective from 1647. One. Difficult to deal with. As in, her husband's self-absorbed and cross-grained nature. That is a quote from Lance Morrow, or Morrow, M-O-R-R-O-W. Difficult to deal with. Yeah. Okay. You don't want you don't want somebody to describe you as having a cross-grained nature. Two. Having the grain or fibers running diagonally, transversely, or irregularly. But but to what? Having the grains or fibers running diagonally, transversely, or irregular to something. To what? To what what's the normal thing? I mean, I guess it depends on the context. But it would be cross-grained. Ah! Next is crosshair. One word, noun from circa 1884. The pronunciation guide spells hair like H-E-R, and you're supposed to know that that's pronounced hair, although it sure looks like the word her to me. Okay, back to the words. Circa 1884. This is, wow, long definition. A fine wire or thread in the focus of the eyepiece of an optical instrument used as a reference line in the field or for marking the instrumental axis. And this is used figuratively to describe someone or something being targeted as if through an aiming device having crosshairs. 
Uh, so just the first part, um, it is just a very a, a small image of a, a crosshairs, something in, in anything that is optical. So if you put your eye through it in the eyepiece, there will be this uh, little, uh, it's a cross, you know, it's an X, it's a plus sign, and you use it as a reference to line something up, but... How it is typically used is when you say that something or somebody is in the crosshairs as if someone is aiming something at them. We have a quote, dot, 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 is in the crosshairs this political season. That is a quote from J.H. Alter. And uh, J.H. was talking about something or someone that is in the crosshairs this political season, um, it could it could be uh, it could be political ideas. It could be, you know, race, abortion, the police, foreign foreign policies. There are lots and lots of things that could be talked about that are in the crosshairs. Ah. Next is crosshatch. One word. A transitive verb from 1662 to mark with two series of parallel lines that intersect. Crosshatch is a noun and crosshatching is a noun. It's also two words with a hyphen. To mark with two series of parallel lines that intersect. So uh, artists do this a lot. If they want to do some shading, um, they'll do a, a bunch of lines that are parallel to each other, and then they'll do a bunch of lines that are parallel to each other, but are perpendicular to the original set of lines. And it has this very loose, kind of cool look. And depending on how uh, how dense the lines are, how many there are, all those, all those things, um, it, you will have it be either darker or lighter. You could use it to uh, to create some shading. Maybe we should post a picture on social media of Crosshatch so you can see an example. Ah. Next word is crosshead. One word. Yeah, like the the head on the neck. Crosshead. Noun from 1827. One. A metal block to which one end of a piston rod is secured. This has got to be inside of a car engine is what I think. Two, a heading centered usually between portions of text. A heading centered usually between portions of text. So there's text over here and text over there. And then there's a big heading thing that's centered between them. Maybe um, maybe it's like in a magazine and there's two or three columns of text. And then this heading is above them and centered. So that's the cross head. Designers, they know all about that stuff. <sighs> Next is cross index. Two words with a hyphen. Transitive verb from 1892. One, to index an item under a second or under more than one heading. Cross index, you know, we're just we're using this word cross to mean um, it can either be crossing a thing or it can be in multiple, it can be used in multiple areas. 
you know, the whole candidate for multiple parties. In this case, cross-index, something can be filed under multiple places, multiple headings. Number two, to supply as a book with a cross-referenced index. Cross-index is also a noun. I don't have a lot to say about that. Next. I I don't know what these sound effects are. I'm just trying to keep it interesting and do something different. And so singing has sort of become the next thing, I guess. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Okay. Crossing is next. Cross with an I-N-G. Noun from 1575. One. The act or action of crossing. That's what you're doing. You're crossing, so you're crossing. As 1A, a transversing or traveling across. What is the difference between transversing and traveling? Uh, No, actually, I take that back. It is not transversing. It is traversing. And I... Did I read that word wrong the last... uh, Whenever it came up before, traverse? I'm trying to see if I can find where we had that. Uh, No, here, for cross-grained, it definitely did say transversely, so I think I'm okay. Whew, I got scared. Okay, so back to crossing. Uh, So that was uh, 1A, a traversing or traveling across. You would be crossing. Crossing what? Crossing water, crossing land. I think that's it. 1B, an opposing, blocking, or thwarting, especially in an unfair or dishonest manner. Who? Oh. You don't you don't want to go be crossing you don't don't cross me. 2A, a place or structure, as on a street or over a river, where pedestrians or vehicles cross, especially the synonym crosswalk. Sometimes you will see signs on a highway, on a road that says, you know, animal crossing, deer crossing, moose crossing, turtle crossing, possum crossing, fish crossing. Maybe you won't see that one. But uh, yeah, this is an area where these animals like to cross the road for some reason. Um, And so you got to be careful. You don't want to hit them. That's a place or structure where things cross. To be the place in a cruciform church where the transept crosses the nave. And because it has to do with the church, I don't know anything about this. To see a place where a railroad track crosses a street. We got we got trains that uh, run not too far from where we live, and so we have to uh, cross these railroad crossings uh, often. To, to get to places nearby. Okay, next. Ah, it is crossing over two words with a hyphen, noun from 1912. This is an interchange of genes, G-E-N-E-S, or segments between homologous chromosomes. So the genes are passing stuff back and forth inside your body. Is this, uh, what is this, an interchange of genes 
or segments between homologous chromosomes. So the, are the chromosomes passing the genes? And is that when you are making a baby? Is that crossing over? No, I don't know. We, we generally know what world we're talking about, but we do need more information. Ah! Next is cross-legged. Two words with a hyphen. You can say cross-legged, 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 or cross-legged. Three syllables or two syllables. It is an adverb or adjective from circa 1530. One, with legs crossed and knees spread wide apart. I'm not very good about sitting. I can't sit in this position very well. My body is weird and not flexible, and I've just never been able to do it. I mean, I can do it okay, but I can't do it for long, and my back hurts because I can't just, I don't know. My body's all messed up. Um, so that, that's that, uh, what do people, people call this, uh, they used to call it Indian style, I don't think that's maybe the best way, uh, there's, there are other terms, um, oh, there's one that I have heard that I did not grow up with, so I can't think of what it is, but you know what it is, you, you probably use it, I can't think of it, cross-legged, it's just where your legs cross, people with only one leg, they can't sit cross-legged. They can sit leg-bent, but that's it. Number two, with one leg placed over and across the other. You got to cross them legs. <sighs> Next is crosslet, noun from the 15th century, a small cross usually with crossed arms, especially one used as a heraldic bearing. And it says to see the cross illustration, which we just went over recently. So to remind you, crosslet was number 18, and this is the one that's a cross, but then each of the lines has its own cross, or it is its own cross. Uh, so yeah, a small cross usually with crossed arms. It's crosses within crosses. Within crosses within crosses. <sighs> Next is cross-linguistic. This is one word. I am fascinated. I'm, I'm intrigued by this. What is this? Adjective from 1954 of or relating to languages of different families and types, especially relating to the comparison of different languages. Hmm. Cross-linguistically is an adverb. So, so it's relating to the... So you're comparing different languages or different types of languages or sub-languages that from, you know, there's different versions of Spanish or there's different... Um, Oh, 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 can't think of the word, but different, you know, a country may have all the same language, but then they have different versions of it. Um, and so I guess that whole thing is cross-linguistic. Yeah. <sighs> Next is cross-link. Two words with a hyphen, noun from 1936. A crosswise connecting part, 
as an atom or group that connects parallel chains in a complex chemical molecule as a polymer. Uh, okay, yeah, this is this gets into the world where my brain is like, what? A crosswise connecting part, like an atom or group, that connects parallel chains in a complex chemical molecule. Yeah, all of the atoms are linked to make molecules, and then maybe they make a polymer, and they're all cross-linked together. Cross-link is also a verb. Wow. Next is cross-linkage. So we just added an A-G-E to the end. Noun from 1937. The process of forming cross-links. And then also just the synonym cross-link. So the creation of cross-links is cross-linkage. Ha! Next is cross-multiply, two words, verb from 1951. This is just intransitive, long definition. Here we go. To clear an equation of fractions when each side consists of a fraction with a single denominator by multiplying the numerator of each side by the denominator of the other side and equating the two products obtained. So, let's see if we can simplify this a little bit. Uh, so there's, there's uh, how, how are we doing this? Um, you take the bottom number from a fraction and you multiply it to the top number on the other side of the equal sign, and then you do the same vice versa. You take the, the, the bottom number below the line on the right side and you multiply it to the num- number on the top above the line on the left side, and then you, you do some things, and it's a f- hunky-dory and fancy-fancy. Uh, yeah, cross-multiplication is a noun. You're multiplying... Uh, okay, so here's, here's another example. Um, if you were trying to figure out the percentage of a thing, uh, let's say we have the numbers 3 and 16. Those are just the first numbers I could think of. What percentage is 3 of 16? Well, the way you do this is you write an equal sign to the right of 316, 3 over 16, and then then you write x over 100 because that is the percentage you're trying to find. It's a percentage is out of 100. What is it? If 16 equals 100%, what percent is 3 of 16? So... You multiply 3 times 100, and you get 300, and then you... See, this is a little bit more complicated than just cross-multiply, but it's we're, we're using the cross-multiply thing, so it, it works. So you take 300, and then you divide that by 16. I don't know what that is off the top of my head, but you can do the math. Whatever number that is, that is the number that goes in the X spot. And that is the percentage that, that 3 is of 16. Does it make sense? Okay, great. Hey, now, it's your birthday. Ha! Last word for this episode is cross-national. Two words with a hyphen. Adjective from 1965 of or relating to two or more nations. Maybe if somebody has 
passports in two nations. They are cross-national. Maybe there's a law that was created that covers more than two or more nations, and that would be cross-national. I'm sure there's tons of other examples. Okay, so we have to read the words now. They were cross-fertilize, cross-file, cross-fire, cross-grained, cross-hair, cross-hatch, cross-head, cross-index, crossing, crossing over, cross-legged, cross-lit, cross-linguistic, cross-link, cross-linkage, cross-multiply, and cross-national. I will pick, um, I think the one that I enjoyed the most, just because it had to do with art, uh, was Crosshatch. 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 Hatch, cross, hatch, cross, hatch, cross, hatch, cross. That is a song that is inspired by how cross hatch looks. Um, I think that those are all the things that I got to say to you in this episode. I don't know if I have a whole lot of other stuff to say. Um, I am I am planning on watching that movie, that new movie, Everything Everywhere All at Once. I think that's what it's called. That That's coming out. Coming to my area very soon, so I'm going to watch it, and it looks fascinating. Okay, that's going to be the end. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Say It With Me Now, Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.